Coffee podcast, a fresh perspective on modern living. Today, we're going to do an interview-style discussion in an effort to introduce ourselves to you. First, we'll start with Elizabeth, founder of Elizabeth Kruger Design, and also my little cousin. Hey, Bridge. So, Elizabeth, let's just get started right here. Where did you grow up? So, I grew up in Rocky River, Ohio, which is a suburb of Cleveland. Cool. Did you always feel like you had a design eye growing up? I do. One of the stories my mom always tells is I would steal furniture and accessories and pillows from around the house and set up my own vignettes in my bedroom. That is amazing. (laughs) I love that. I like that a lot. She was also concerned that I would spend hours lining up my books on my bookshelf from like shortest to tallest. Nothing wrong with you. Color coordinating. Yeah. I mean, it it Did you rainbow them? I don't know. I feel like that's more of a contemporary thing that might not have been around in the 80s, but... Right. I mean, I definitely color coordinated, but I don't know if I was, like, hip enough to put it in a rainbow. I love that. Awesome. So tell us about your youth. Do you have any fond memories? I really feel like my fondest memories have to do with family. So Bridget mentioned that we're cousins. My mom and her dad are brother and sister. And they are from a family of nine. So we have a ton of cousins. And I feel like weekends were spent going to Blue Marlin, doing cousins' sleepovers. Yeah. Yeah. So summer was all about that. And obviously, um, being the youngest of four, there were always activities kind of popping off at the house, too. So So fun. Yeah. A busy household, right? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Remember when you guys had that amazing treehouse? Yes. Gosh, I love that thing. I know. So my dad's a builder and he's always up to projects. In fact, he is just finishing up building a little garden shed on the side of the house right now. And it's darling. And it does remind me, he just is always looking for a project and something to do. So that's great. I might have gotten it from him. You certainly did. (laughs) Okay. So then you went to college. Where did you go and what did you study? So I went to DePaul University in Lincoln Park, which is in Chicago for my undergrad. I studied communications and marketing. And then my senior year, I decided to look into an interior design program at Harrington College of Design. And I think it was my last semester senior year, I just called up my dad and was like, bad news. Yikes. Yeah. He really didn't think that I needed to have a degree. And I just felt like it was something that would give me legitimacy and also provide some technical skills. So I don't think it's for everybody. And I know some really successful designers who don't have one, but it felt like the right step for me moving forward. Cool. So then what was your first job after you did that experience? So the deal was that I had to work and go to school at night. So I had applied for jobs at Home Depot, Pier 1. This blows my mind. And there was one other one, maybe like a Pottery Barn or something, and I didn't get any of those jobs. No one wanted to hire you. They didn't. What? Not even at the Home Depot. So I, mean. I ended up getting an internship at Holly Hunt in Chicago at the Merchandise Mart. And that was one of the, it was like exactly where I was supposed to be, which is why I didn't get any of those other jobs. That's awesome. So I interned there in the sample room and then moved up to customer service, fabric sales and furniture sales, and then ultimately got hired by... One of my interior design clients to come and work for her, which was the thrill. That's incredible. Of a lifetime. 
taking a step back, what do you think led you to the design industry in the first place? So my sister takes credit. When she dropped me off to go to DePaul, she had said, hey, you should look and see if they have an interior design program. And I thought, well, that's not a real job. So I don't think I'm going to do that. Plus, I kind of... (laughs) I think I was looking just forward more to like the social aspect of college than really. Sure. Well, there's that. Yes. So really got a degree in that, I would say. Good for you. Thank you. And, you know, my dad's a builder, has had a business for the last 45 years or so. So I was always around it. When I was young, they were doing residential and commercial projects. So It wasn't a totally foreign concept to me. He had worked with some interior designers. So I think I got to see, you know, some of those projects come into fruition, right? Yeah. So I think it, it lit a spark in me at a young age. That's awesome. So let's talk about your design. What are you most known for in terms of your aesthetic? Um, If you were to ask my husband, he would say, always throw in something fuzzy, like furry. That's fun. Yes. I don't know. I'd say, you know, we really make an effort to take each client and their personal preferences into consideration. So I'd like to say that, sure, we have a bit of a signature, but that each project looks different and really considers the family that we're designing for. But always a mix you know, some something old, something new. Mm-hmm. Love lots a lot of, of texture. Lots of texture. Yeah. Generally a neutral palette, at least with uh, the architectural finishes. And I've, a lot of people have told me that it's clean. Yeah, that's great. So how did you start your business and how did you develop it to where it is today? Yeah, so one of my brother's really good friends is a developer in Chicago and he was working on a spec home in the Lakeview neighborhood. And it was at a price point, I think it was around like $3 million. And so he just was feeling like he needed to have a designer involved in the project. We were out for drinks one night and we were chatting about it. And I didn't really think he was going to call, but he did. And, you know, I decided to take the leap just based on that one project And, you know, when I think back, it was just sort of, it was a series of referrals started out with paint consultations that moved into some of the biggest projects uh, that we had ever worked on. And, you know, reputation's important, word of mouth. Sure. And also just getting connected with some really great key players, architects, builders, et cetera. Yeah, that's great advice. Do you have any favorite projects or even accessories that you like to incorporate? I would say my favorite part of the whole process is like tying it all together at the end with art installation, accessories, pillows, throws, all of that. So yeah, I definitely have a few favorite resources that we should share on the podcast oh, cool. website. Oh, that would be exciting. Yeah, so check out the link, y'all. What brought you to, you're now sharing time between Cleveland and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Tell us what led you into doing that. Well, I think like most people, COVID really got us to reimagine what our work-life balance looked like, or rather integration, because I don't really believe in balance. <laughs> so as I mentioned, I'm the youngest of four. My whole family's back in Cleveland. And with when the pandemic hit, Oliver was maybe eight months. And, you know, we had a desire to grow our family. And with, you know, at least my family side, 
all the cousins being back home and grandparents, it, it really just sort of drove us to determine what is the most important thing. So being near family is great, but also my husband's from Chicago, his family's in Chicago, and, you know, both of our work centers around Chicago. So that still is a super important place to us, too. So we're just really trying to figure out how to honor yeah. all the things that are important to us. And really what led to Life with B was what I had shared in the intro. It's like, I'm a grown up and I need to stop moving every 15 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, when we bought our most recent house, my husband was like, can we please stay here for five years? Yeah. And I was like, oof, I, I don't know I if don't I can know. commit to five years. And he was like, come on. Right. So, you know, it just, it really got me thinking about how do we just stay and be in our space and this is really i'm trying to answer my own question and it has led to a lot of really interesting conversations between us so yeah just cultivating space and not always just being like okay well i don't like it here anymore let's right. do something else right yeah and that's fun i can't wait to talk about that more i have a lot of thoughts about that yeah too. that's great something else so how did you meet your husband, Brent? He is lovely. Thank you. So Brent and I met in college. We met at DePaul. He was a music business major and was, yeah, he was trombone performance. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and He's a very talented musician. Yeah, he can, he can pick up just about any instrument and play. And so, yeah, we met in Chicago, dated for a couple of years, broke up. He moved to New York. That was a very hard time for us cousins because we loved Brent. I remember. Yep. So when we got back together, it was very exciting for everybody. And you rode off into the sunset on a tandem. We did. I love that. <laughs> right. Yeah. After our wedding, that was so funny. My mom followed us home the whole way uh, in the car because uh, she was like, I think they're too drunk to be riding oh, hilarious. a bicycle. That's okay. But we made it in one piece. And then we have Oliver, who will be two in July. And I'm pregnant with a little girl who's due so in October. fun. Exciting It's stuff. all coming together. I'd say so. What? Do you have any advice for girls who want to go into design? Yeah. I mean, I had shared briefly that, you know, my dad didn't really think that an education was so important. I mean, he's definitely a hands-on learner, as am I. But I did feel like having the educational foundation was really important for me when sitting at a table with a builder or architects or even a client just to be able to share drafting skills or have a fundamental knowledge of the design process. I don't really remember what I learned in school, though, to be honest. like, Well, that happens to a lot yeah, of us. Yeah. So I definitely feel like the real world experience is where it's at. But what I would encourage anyone, regardless of what you're interested in, is be willing to try anything and working hard. People really respond to someone who is willing to do and try anything. That's great. All right, last one. Give us something that people would love to know about you, but oh. we don't already know. Okay, so in the eighth grade, I start in... Annie, get your gun. Oh, my gosh. As Annie. Oh, Annie. Yep. There's a video out there somewhere that I hope never. I can't wait. We're going to put it on our website. That's awesome. I would literally die. Oh, my gosh. What a hoot. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. That was really fun. I hope our listeners feel like they got to know Elizabeth a little bit better. 
Next time she's going to be interviewing me, so <laughs> look out. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website at lifewithb.com and follow us at lifewithbee.